Yo, what's up, everybody? This is Benz, Benz Hilaire. And as you know, you are vibing to the Dread Head and Tech podcast. Yo, this is the final episode, episode 10. You know, so we're going to wrap up, you know, season one. And to wrap it up, we have a special episode and a special guest uh, for today's episode. And he goes by the name of Alessandro Manino. And me and him, man, we go way back. Way back since Subway Talent Days. You know what I mean? As y'all know, we pivoted the app into what is now Nez. But before Nez, it was Subway Talent. And Alessandro was one of the first early members in our old company. And he served as a product manager. For this episode, I have him on board to explain to you guys, you know, what's a product manager and also why you need a product manager. But before we go into details, I'm going to let him, you know, tell you a little bit more about who he is. What's up, man? Thanks for having me on the podcast. Uh, I really appreciate it, Benz. Um, yeah, I mean, like everybody said, Benz and I go all the way back to uh, Subway Talent. We, I used to work with him on Subway Talent. Um, we, it's actually really weird the way Benz and I met. Uh, do you remember the story, Benz? <laughs> <laughs> we were yeah, both, but explain and, to me. Let, let them know. Yeah, we were, we were both at uh, New York tech startup weekend or something like that i don't know one of those uh one of those weeks in tech and we were both in a room watching some speaker both in the back like on our laptops on our phones like trying to like work on other stuff that we were working on at the time um yeah and then we sort of started talking from there then we left that room and uh, i don't know how but we started talking again like what's up man what are you working on right now what do you do and he was telling me about this uh yeah, I run this site. It's called subwaytalents.org. Uh, we try to, uh, you know, go around the subway stations and find uh, subway talent and kind of showcase them and give them a platform. And I was like, man, that's a cool idea. Like, that's awesome. I always see people in the subways, you know, they're awesome, mem- like awesome music players. Um, and yeah, they don't really have anywhere to. Uh, and I thought it was just an awesome idea. And from there, we kind of started talking and you know, exchanges those contacts. So maybe I think we saw each other again, like later on in the week. Um, but I think something that's made Ben so successful is that he's always uh, followed up with people. So I think it was maybe like the week after he's like, Hey man, let's meet up. Like, let's go grab like a coffee or a drink or something. And, you know, let's talk about what, uh, what I'm doing, what you're doing. Um, see if we, we could uh, maybe work together. So I know this is not what you asked, Ben, but I feel like I had to say that background of our story. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then from it. then on, we sort of, uh, yeah, we've worked on Subway Talent probably for the next like three, four months together. Um, and it's been amazing. I, at one point, I mean, I had to uh, leave Subway Talent for my, uh, if you know, to follow my career, my dreams. Um, but it's been amazing to watch what uh, Ben's, uh, you know, was able to do. And from listening to your first podcast, Ben's, like, I mean, I didn't know that was like probably one of like the toughest times of your life. Um, you know, you did not make it seem that way. You know, like every day you came and you were you looked fresh. You you, you know you were ready to go. You, your mind was there. You had tons of ideas, even though maybe it was one of the lowest points in your life. Like you made it sound like in your first, uh, you know, your first and second episode. Um, so props to you, man. I'm very glad where you're going and what you've been able to accomplish. No. Um, but now to go back to your <laughs> to go back to your original question. Uh, so I'm Alessandro Menino. Uh Currently, I work for a company called Been Verified in New York City. 
um, what we do is we provide access to public records. So this is like anything like contact information on people, um, criminal checks. This is all public data um, that is available. And what we do is we make it available in an easy and fast way to uh, get it. Um, so we have people using us to reconnect with maybe old friends. Like if you're maybe planning a 60-year high school reunion and you need to find your high school buddies, you could use us to, uh, you know, search that person, find their latest address, email address, whatever. Um, we have um, people use us that are online dating. You know, maybe they want to just, I don't know, Ben, do you use any apps to online dating? Or... Hey, man. <laughs> no. I, hey, I ain't like Tinder lately. I've been on Tinder. There's been a, a lot of love. You know what I'm saying? So Tinder, Snapchat. For some reason, why, I don't know why, but I get a lot, a lot of girls on Snapchat. All right, well, if you ever run across somebody where you're kind of like, I don't know, they're telling me, I don't know if they're telling me the truth or I feel like there's something weird about this person, you know, you can search them on Verified and see if they have any criminal records or if they really went to Harvard University. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so that's what we do. To go back to like when we first met, when we first met, you were like fresh out of school at that time, right? Yeah. I'm guessing the thing, what you studied was product manager, right? So why why did you choose... To study that, you know, as a career when we went to school. Yeah, so, all right. So to give you more of a background on myself, I went to school at Coastal Carolina University in South Carolina, where I graduated with a, a business management um, major. And what happened is while I was working, or while I was in school and college, I was interning at an incubator. Um, for those of you that don't know what an incubator is, um, not like a baby incubator, but like a tech incubator, um, and it's it's pretty much we we had a co-working space, and out of the co-working space, we ran an incubator where if you were like an entrepreneur with an idea, um, we helped you you know take that idea from an idea and just something in your mind to an actual product. So we helped you validate that idea. Um, by, you know, going out and testing the market with uh, different things. We helped you build, like, a minimum valuable product, um, something that people could, like, see and look at and sort of test and see if uh, they're actually interested in using this product. Uh, and that's where I really learned, like, I love be- like I love building products and things. And I, what I guess what I like the most is seeing that people, like, use my products and, you know, seeing that it actually improves or helps with their lives somehow. Um so that's what I guess interested me in uh, in product management. Um, but actually, after graduating from college, I it's very hard to get a job as a product manager right out of college because you need some sort of like experience and background in building companies, building products. So it's very rare that a company will just hire you as a product manager out of college. So I thought as an idea, I was like, you know, I'll just try to get a different job uh, at a startup and then eventually be able to move into a product management role at that company. So that's what I that's what I tried doing. I went to this first company and instead of doing something in product management, I was doing sales. Um, and I did that for about a year and a half. And, you know, sales is a, actually, I think coming out of college, it's probably one of the best jobs you could do is sales because you learn a lot. You learn how to communicate with people. Um, you learn about persistence. Um, a lot of like researching skills you learn uh, doing sales. Um, so it was a great job, but I knew that's not what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. So doing that after a year and a half, I was like, you know, I'm decided to quit. 
I traveled for about a year with, or not a year, a month with my, uh, my friend. We went like all over Europe. Um, and then my goal was when I was going to come back, I would focus on becoming a product manager and I wouldn't take on another job until I got to be a product manager. So that's what I did. I came back um, and I looked at a couple different boot camps for product management. In New York City, you could pretty much take a boot camp for anything. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> anything. Uh, so I took one for product management. Um, it's the one I took is product school. There's a ton of other them out there. I'm not going to say which one's best or anything on here. Like you guys could do your own research or reach out to me if you really have any questions on, uh, different boot camps. But, uh, um, yeah. And I mean, the boot camp taught me like, you know, what it is every day that a product manager is doing the skills, you know, the, the being able to do research, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and then once I graduated from there, that's when like kind of Ben's and I uh, connected, and uh, we started working on product on a subway talent. Yeah, and and then, and then for like for those who don't know what what a product manager is, like so from your yeah. I guess you know from your experience or just in general, what is a product manager? Or what, what do you guys do? Yeah, so yeah, I, I think I like that second question. What do we do? Um, but. To answer, like, what is a product manager, and usually the easiest way people understand what a product manager is, um, we're pretty much like the intersection of uh, design, business, and technology of a tech company or, like, a product. Um, So what does that mean? Um, You know, you have developers that write code and build out websites and um, apps, whatever you want them to build. for in order for them to do that, they need a designer, right? Um, the designer needs to draw out what it's going to look like. I think a lot of people, like when they use websites or apps, they take it for granted, like how much goes into building a site or an app. But as you know now, after doing this for a couple of years, people like everything needs to needs so much care, so much attention um, to make it perfect and to make it like what people want to use and like. Um, you know, it also takes a lot of like good team members that know what they're doing and that are good at communicating with you. Um, yeah, so designer then draws out their stuff. Um, and then the other part of it is that you need to build a product is you need a like a sort of like a business idea or like what's the goal of that idea mm-hmm. and what the product manager does is bring all those things together and kind of work with, with the developer on, you know, this is what we want to build. This is how we're going to build it. Um, you know, a lot of it goes back to the developer as far as like how they want to build it from a technical perspective. But, um, then you have the designer who, you know, draws it out, sketches it out, prototypes it. Um, and then usually the product manager will bring in like the reason why we're doing this. Like we do a lot of research on like on users, like, um, you know, what's the feature you want in this app mm-hmm. or what's the problem you're having and how can our app solve it for you? Mm-hmm. Um, that's what a product manager does and then sort of talks to the designer about it. Designer starts sketching it out, drawing it out. Um, and then from there, the developer will start developing it. Um, so my job on a daily basis is working a lot with developers and designers, um, sort of, you know, letting them know what our users are sort of wanting or needing, um, and then working to design that idea, um, and then working with the developer to develop it. Um, it's a lot of like estimating, uh, you know, when 
and prioritizing as well, learning from the developers and like designers, like, Hey, you know, this thing might take like two months to develop or to design um, versus this other thing that could take a week to design and to, to develop. Um, but maybe the one that takes a month is going to give us a hundred thousand more dollars versus the one that's going to take a week. That's only going to give us like a few thousand dollars a week. And these are just numbers I'm throwing out there, but you know, then it's like kind of like my decision to make, let's spend the time to develop the, the one that's going to maybe take a month to develop, but it's going to make us a ton more money or it's going to, you know, make our users a lot happier. Okay, so now from your experience, from working like you know at a startup when you were, when you was like in an old company, and to actually yeah. working in this like mid-sized enterprise company now, like do you think that you know a startup that might have only you know just either one or two founders need a product manager in the beginning, or I mean, if not, you know what stage do they need one, or if they do, why do they need one? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, yeah, it's very rare that like the first hire that a founder will make is a product manager. Um, I think usually, like a lot of people like to say, the product manager is like the CEO of the product. Um, I think at the beginning, it is very important for the CEO to be the product manager and sort of like get that initial version of the app or the website out, uh, and for them to like get their vision on, you know on what is like our platform, which is a website or, uh, or an app. Um, so yeah, I think initially it's probably not going to be like the first hire, but maybe once a company gets to like 10, 15, 20 people, I think that's when the CEO might, you know, they already have like a, a product after that has a good amount of users and the users are, they already know what the users like about the product and could already do like that user research and learn what features users want and not, don't want, um, which is then a good time to bring in a product manager to kind of, you know, take the product from there and go from, I don't know, a hundred thousand dollar company to a million dollar company and go from there. I think at that point also you have the founders that are probably going to be more involved in trying to raise money and trying to go from, you know, raising that first million dollar round, trying to raise that $10 million round, you know, that, that takes up a lot of time for them. Um, and that's where I probably, I think like, you know, product manager is a good time where he could focus more on the product, where the the founders could focus more on growing the company and getting that investment. Uh, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Also, do you think that someone that wants to become a product manager have to go to school to become one or can they just learn as they go? Yeah, so this is like, I'm in a lot of like uh, product management uh, meetups or groups online. And it's one of the questions, like, it gets asked all the time, like, you know, what's your background to becoming a product manager? And it's it's interesting because product managers come from, like, all different backgrounds. Um, you have some product managers that, you know, went to school for it, like I did. You have some that never went to school for it, but somehow from, their co- from within their company, they ended up being a product manager. Um, a good rule that someone once told me um, to becoming a product manager or to like transitioning jobs is that you can't transition both your position and also your, uh, your, the industry that you work in. Right. So for example, you can't, if you're an expert in social media, right. And maybe you're doing, I don't know, sales in social media and not doing uh 
uh, product management, but doing sales in social media, you probably learn everything about social media. You know what your customers want, what they're, what, what features they're asking for when you're on a sales call with them. Um, so it's a lot easier for you to transition into a product management role at another social media company mm. versus, I don't know, a biotech company that you maybe know nothing about. Wow, <laughs> you yeah, see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where if you're in sales and you want to continue to do sales, it's probably, you could probably transition to like any other company and you could pick up sales there. I mean, you might not know as well about them, mm-hmm. um, when you move over, but, um, you know, you still have that skill of selling. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so there's product managers that come from all different backgrounds. It's not like you need to have this major in college. Um, you know, the ones that you see often is a lot of developers become product managers. Um, and a lot of companies hire product managers with, uh, technical backgrounds cause that's like an important part of the job. Um, so I think you should have some, uh, good understanding of like technology and now uh, how to develop products and apps and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you by no means need to be an expert, and, but it also, it all depends on the companies. Um, you have some like companies that. I don't know, like Facebook, Google, maybe that might hire just with technical backgrounds. And then you have other companies that don't care. Um, It's also like different companies, depending on the role they're trying to fill. Maybe they need someone that has more of like a design background or more like a business background. Um, You know, they might be looking for a product manager or someone to transition from a design role to a uh, product manager. Mm, all right. And um, also, too, let's say if someone don't go to school to become a product manager, but want to become one. What are some resources that you used or using that helped you became or becoming a better product manager? Like what book did you read or reading or what podcast are you listening to? You know what I mean? Yeah, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Like, I listen to your podcast, hear about, usually, you know, we try to, as product managers, we try to learn from other product managers and other companies what they're doing mm-hmm. and what worked well for them and their users. And then, you know, we try to test that on our site. Like, hey, Ben says this feature did really well on uh, on Subway Talent or whatever you're working on. You know, we try to see, like, how can we make a version of that feature for us and see it test it out. So we do a lot of like A-B testing as well, where we might send something out there and or two versions of something out there and kind of see like what users use more or less. And then, you know, if they, if they use one more, then we'll uh, we'll make that one available to everybody. Uh, but, you know, there's I'm on Reddit a lot. There's a ton of uh, resources on there, whether it's like the entrepreneur subreddit or there is the product manager subreddit or the startup subreddit, but you know, there's always people posting ideas or different things that they've tried on their product uh, to see how it worked. Um, and then, you know, whatever I learned from them, and then I try to apply to uh, my product. Mm-hmm. Um, you learn a lot from people's failures too. You know, I've been ma- talking about a lot about things that people do did well that then work for them. But sometimes, you know, I might see something that someone's like, yeah, I tried this and it worked out to not work or, you know, users didn't like it. And then I'm like, oh shit, Mm, I do that on my product. Maybe I never like second guessed it. Maybe I should try to see if, uh, you know, we could improve that or maybe users don't care about it anymore. Maybe something that it's past its times. That's something with technology, you know, like things change constantly. Mm -hmm. 
and you might have something in your product that people don't care about anymore, don't use anymore, um, and you often forget about it, and then you know you just got to remove it. Mm-hmm. And um, also too, one thing I, I will say is you know from from past experience working with you on an old company uh, is that you are definitely you know uh, a top notch product manager. Uh, you know what you're talking about. As a matter of fact, like a couple of weeks ago when we met up, you know, to grab some beers, uh, and, and I showed you, like, you know, I showed you our new app, Naz, and, you know, I kind of asked for feedback, and you was like, yeah, you know, bands, you should, you know, take away that whole feature that you have users signing up when they first open the app. In other words, as a new user, when I first open the app, I don't want to have a wall, you know, asking me, hey, join the platform. My goal is to just see if I like the app or not. So, just that little simple to me, I think is is a perfect example of what a product manager does. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's coming up with like those ideas to improve and like just optimize your product. Um, but yeah, I mean, and as I always tell Ben's, like whatever I tell him, I'm like take it with a grain of salt because every product is different. Yeah. Um, depending on the audience that you have for your product, you know, whether you have 40 to 80 year olds mm-hmm. is way different than like an 18 year old to a 25 year old user. Um, they behave very different. So I'm like, mm-hmm. whatever I tell you, like, mm-hmm. don't just like take my word for it and do it, mm-hmm. test it out. See, you know, see what, what you learn from it. Um, and decide if it, if, you know, if it works for you or not. Yeah. Um, no, that's one of the things and that's like about everything that i i try to like live by that for everything i do in life you know people you know, tell you every day like oh i did this or i got yeah. to, to my success by doing this and that and this if you follow these 10 steps uh that's how you become a millionaire now nah. nah. <laughs> thousands uh thousands and millions of other people out there that got there with a way different exactly. way you got there so you know, you just got to do you. Yeah, definitely learn from those people and uh, take what they say just always with a grain of salt and uh, yeah. see if it works for you or not. I think that's one of the important things about people is just like knowing when something isn't working and, you know, just move on to the next thing. Exactly. Just yeah. because you might have listened to it in a podcast or someone might have told you that they did it that way. If you see after a week or two, it's not working for you. Don't keep trying to, you know make it successful like that person did you know mm-hmm. move on to the next thing see what else you can come up with oh man dog it's, it's like bro like i'm so i'm so glad you said that because you know like when i first actually got into the whole tech world bro like that's what everyone's doing it's it's like in this tech industry world only it's it's, it's starting to change now but before it was just more about okay here's the 10 amendments here's the rules here's you know here's <laughs> what you do here's, here's the book everybody read Here's the article everybody read. I'm like, yo, all y'all sound and look alike. That's why, because y'all like, everyone's, you know, going after the same exact thing, same exact, you know, articles, same magazines, same books. It's just, it's cool, but at the same time, I feel like, bro, like, I feel like to actually stand out, though, like, be yourself, though. Like, like I ain't like, bro, when, when, I, when I first got in, I was doing the same thing. I was like, you know what, Ben's, here's how to do it. Here's the rules. Just get in line and follow. <laughs> then I was like, bro, fuck that shit, bro. I don't like that. That shit was, it was, it was, it was just uh-huh. too boring for me, you know what I mean? And you know me, I'm very, I'm very animated. I'm very, I'm very yeah. So it's like I don't like to be like stale and, and boring and all that, bro. So I'm glad yeah. you said that because that is how it is in the tech world where where us entrepreneurs we actually look up to these like you know well known CEOs so much to the point where if they say this and that work, we, we yeah. don't we, we don't question them sometimes. We say all right, you know what? Just because it might work for you doesn't mean it'll be good for me. You know what I mean? 
But um, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things that you know people that those do write those books, like how I made, how I became a millionaire, ten steps to doing that. That you know they leave out, or they don't really tell you, and I think those are the important things, and you know a lot of like lessons that they learned along the way to get into those places where I think people just need to try it on their own and, uh, you know, see what works for them or not. Yeah. Nah, that's good, man. And we're all different people. People look at us different ways. So, you know, well, one might work with one dude. Maybe he comes from like a rich background or whatever. Isn't going to work for the dude that comes from, uh, from the hood. From the hood. Yeah, you can say that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's not the one I was talking about, but that's probably that's what Yeah, it's all good, nah, I'm playing. But yo, but listen, bro, this was great, man. But look, as a matter of fact, speaking of podcast, right? Because uh, one thing, once again, I'm glad you came on the podcast. And two, also, you have like a podcast coming out too, right? Like, do you want to, you know, let them know what it is, what's going on, or yeah, what yeah, should we yeah. expect that? Yeah, so... My friends and I, as like a New Year resolution, we were kind of thinking like, you know, we always uh, see each other during the holidays, and it's always interesting. Like we we talk a lot about like current events and things that happening in our life, um, and we always I don't know for us it's funny you know the personal stories that we tell about each other and things that are happening in our life. So we're like I don't know. Let's try to, you know, let's try to create a podcast, create a platform for ourselves where people can hear about our ideas and uh, our thoughts and things that are happening in our life. See if maybe they can relate to it. Um, so we're we actually just recorded uh, an episode, our first episode, right before this, right before I got on the call with uh, Ben's. But um, the podcast is going to be called Self Made Hundred Airs. Um, I like that. No, it sounds <laughs> it sounds dope to me. It sounds dope. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're not millionaires. Um, it, we're just going after the common people. You know, we're not going after uh, any specific niche or anything. We're just going, just putting something out there, talking about our thoughts, um, things happening in our life. Uh, we might talk about news stories and kind of give our thoughts on those news stories. We're gonna probably have guests on it eventually. Um, hear about them and kind of learn about them and then, uh, you know, reflect on the, those things that they've learned or um, things that are happening in the news with them. So, yeah, I'm excited. We'll see how it goes. All right, man. Look, before we ride out, plug yourself in. What's your social media handles? Yeah, uh, I'm on Twitter. I don't use Twitter much, mm. um, but I'm always, uh, I mean, I don't post much, but I'm always checking in here and there. Mm. If you DM me on there, if you have any questions about anything, I'll always uh, reply. Um, but, uh, on Twitter, I'm at, uh, at Zupa Desange. I'll spell it out. <laughs> Z-U-P-P-A-D-I-S-A-N-G-E. Zupa Desange. Zupa was like an old company name you had, right? Was that, was that the one? Zupa? No, no. Zupa Desange, honestly, means, so, my, this is my friends call me, is Sanj. It's the nickname that I grew up with. Uh. I guess because at one point, I've had tons of, my name being Alessandra, you know, no one calls me actually that. I think Beth, you're the only one. <laughs> How much you told me your name was? <laughs> but if people could call me Al, Big Al, really? Sandro, Dro, uh, oh man, I don't even know. But um, the one that's probably stuck the most and probably transitioned somehow from Sandro to Sanj. Oh. Uh, but so the whole thing was Zupa de Sanj means actually soup of Sanj. Ah. <laughs> Zupa D means soup of an Italian. I'm Italian. 
Um, I don't know why soup, but, uh, you know, it just kind of happened. <laughs> that's what I rolled with. I was like, all right, cool. It was available. Who, who else would be stupid for Assange? Come on. <laughs> but it was available and, yeah. uh, I ran with it. Nah, might as well. I mean, I learned something new today. And okay, now that's your Twitter. Then for your, uh, you know, Instagram or etc. Yeah, I'm Instagram. I'm the same thing actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can also always reach out to me on LinkedIn as well. Um, just by looking me up, Alessandro Menino, add me, um, send me a message, and uh, yeah, we'll link up. Oh man, that, bro, it was so cool to have you, man. So cool to to have you on board. Uh, let's keep in contact some more. But do you have anything else to say to let the folks know before you, before you ride out? No, nah, man. Any thanks advice? for having me on here. I'm glad to uh, share my experience and my things about uh, product management, um, different things in tech. You know, um, glad to do this. Um, Benz, good luck with everything you're working on, man. 2014, I moved out with nine. 2015, I got my heart to climb. 2016, I'm gonna pick a capital down. 2017, I think I'm back up now. Wrong I had enough. I done had enough. In a tech space, ain't nobody showing love. They think I'm a thug, thank God I sell drugs. I'm a dreadhead that's constantly judged. Your face.